Hello and welcome to the 19th episode of the fourth series of the Haiku P podcast. How are you? Personally, I'm full of beans because today is the Haiku P's fourth birthday. Happy birthday and virtual cake to all of us. So what do I have as birthday treats for us today? Well, a little bit of housekeeping and some news and practical advice for anyone submitting to journals and more. If you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you'll know that we always have a Renku on the go. Today, James Young, Craig Kittner and Matt Snyder will be joining us to read from the Renku they and other haiku friends wrote, Contributories. You can also read it in the summer edition of the Poetry Bee Journal which is now out in paperback and Kindle form. And if you'd like to buy it, the details are on the website. I'll put the link in the show notes. And as a final birthday treat, our wonderful haiku friend Debbie Strange will be here to read from her latest book, The Language of Loss. Now, do you remember in episode 17 of this series, Mark Gilbert came along to talk about long haiku. I've got a couple of things I wanted to say about that. One is that you should now be submitting your long haiku for consideration for the next journal and podcast. Please try not to leave it to the last minute, which is the 20th of October. And do you remember that he read us a poem by Richard Wright? A sleepless spring night, yearning for what I never had and for what never was. Richard Wright wrote that for Haiku, This Other World, published in 1998. Well, now Mark and I were discussing editing, and we wondered if Richard were alive today and still writing Haiku, would he have got that particular Haiku past an editor in its original form? And I asked you whether you'd come up with some ideas if you were Richard's editor, a friend discussing the poem with him, or rewriting it having been inspired by him. Many of you sent me some ideas and I'd like to read you a couple of poems inspired by that chat and Richard's work. They show what you can do with a simple edit and a reconstruction of an idea. I hope you find them as interesting as I did. Thank you to everyone who sent me their ideas and to Kath Wren and Grix who allowed me to use theirs. Richard's original again. A sleepless spring night, yearning for what I never had and for what never was. And Catherine sent in a very, very simple edit. I wonder what you think. Sleepless spring night, yearning for what I never had, what never was. Catherine. Then Grix came along with a version and she edited it in a very different way. What could have been sleepless spring night? Grix. There now, I wonder what you think. Do let us know. Now, as I said earlier, we always have a Renku on the go. At the moment, Nick Hoffman is leading a group of six poets through a Renku. And if you ever fancy joining us, do send me an email and I'll put you down for the next one. 
It's a wonderful way to interact and be inspired by other poets. So not so long ago, I was joined by Matt Snyder, James Young and Craig Kittner for a reading of the most recently completed of our Renku contributories. Sadly, we weren't able to get all of the Renku poets together. David Oates, Linda L. Ludwig and Giddy Nielsen Sweep couldn't make the reading. We missed you, and I hope you feel that we did the Renku proud. A big, big thank you to Matt Snyder, who led the Renku from start to finish. No small undertaking, I can tell you. Let's have a listen, shall we? Now we come to something a little new, the Renku. I say a little new because it's not unusual to have a Renku on the podcast, but today some of the poets who wrote the latest of the Renku, of our Renku have come along to read it to us. My thanks to them for making the time to do this, and especially to Matt Snyder, who not only took the lead in the Renku, but also did the organisation for today's reading. Matt, would you like to give us the title, please? The title of the Rinku is Contributaries. Matt, would you like to start us off? Inching toward reopening, hands held out to feel for rain. Beneath the backyard birch, downy robins test their wings. A little girl's first pony, on the beach, she goes riding. The taste of water from a garden hose. Pink moon catches the wet roses, glistening. A pricking of thorn blood reflecting the setting sun. After the warm days, the night mists are lingering. All is gathered in. Old autumn air, rare moon dogs loosed. All of silver light piled up pumpkins wait for their faces. The sweet taste of the last persimmon. Climbing trees once, your laughing shout high above, few leaves remain. Snowed in, no cream for coffee. Ripping, shortening and lengthening, icicle days. Bright sky, faint moon. The night alive. Shimmers of green, northern lights. Best kind of pluck, strawberry. Stained fingers, on the petal her resolution. Stumbling on leafing cherry stones. Down under, summer sneezes at the dinner, spilled wine. Toppled in the woods, three flies. Shuffling feet through rain-soaked fallen leaves, the smell of endings. Autumn winds, a colourful dust devil. First chill, the smell of wood smoke in the air. Cab's fun, sighing, turns the TV off. Warming soup, turning the crumpled pages of the seed catalogue. Fading petals on the potted narcissus. Dawn breaks cold, snow dancing in whirls, no bunny tracks today. 
Her letter carries us, all who held it. Away from the city, the hills shine gray, full moon. Vernal pond in a shallow depression, the opening notes of frog song. Scent of waking grass, as the flock mills about, shepherd dreams. As the pollen falls, the Easter egg is melting. Cornflowers in my wedding bouquet, long ago. Ageless white marble, almost hidden in overgrowth. Flowers break out, safe from frost, red dahlias. In the heat of summer, cool water. Thank you. Thank you very much for reading that, Renku. Really enjoyed working with you, although obviously I didn't write any of the verses. If you'd like to read the Renku in its entirety, you'll find it in the Poetry Peace Summer Journal, in paperback and Kindle. Details in the show notes. It's a joy to have poetry read aloud, but it's always delightful to have something to read and reread at your own pace. Thanks once again to all the poets involved in the Renku, and to Matt, James and Craig, who came along for the reading, and a little chat, of course. So, the podcast is four years old. Hooray! And we've been doing readings for more or less that length of time, and I thought I'd share a practical tip that would help me when you submit. And I think it would probably help when you submit to other journals too. Many of you use pen names when you're submitting your work. I do too. Sometimes, though, it can be a little confusing for editors, unless you're really, really clear. For example, my writing name is Bishy. I've set up an email purely for my submissions using that name, and at the end of my submission email, I write my publication name and my location, just in case anyone's interested. So in this way, there's no confusion about the name I want to use. Now, not everybody wants to do that, but could I ask a favour of you, please? When you submit your work, please make it clear what name you want to be published under and how you wish that name to appear. For example, some of you prefer lowercase, and I'm happy to comply, but I just need to know. So here's your name checklist. Have I written my name? You'd be surprised how many poets leave me to guess from their email what their name is. Have I made it clear what my publication name is? And have I written my name as I wish to see it published? Thank you. Okay. So, on to some news. Well, obviously, the latest journal is out. I think it's a really good example of contemporary haiku. What do you think? Do let me know, and if you have a minute, could you put a review on Amazon? I'd be most grateful. Thank you. As I've already mentioned, the current submission topic is long haiku. Mark Gilbert introduced it in podcast S4E17, So if you haven't listened to that, do have a listen before you send me your submission. It will reduce your chances of rejection. And as I said before, your email submission 
should reach me by the 20th of October. And speaking of submissions, here's a call for submissions of Hai Bun for the next journal. The submission period is the month of October, so you have until the 31st to email me your submissions. So, you better get a wiggle on. You don't want to miss that deadline. Now, Long Haiku is going to be the last topic for submissions this year. I think I told you already, I have a wedding to go to. My eldest son is getting married, and of course, that does take up a little bit of time. Please keep your fingers crossed that I can get into my dress. I will be putting out podcasts, so please keep joining me. But our next submission period will be February 2022. I'll put the submission topics on the website just as soon as I know what they are. And of course, those of you who've signed up for our mailing will get a message from me too. There's still time to give me some ideas, so whiz them across to me by email. A big thank you to everyone who's bought me a coffee. I'll do a proper thank you in the next podcast, but with your help, I've made it to 63% of my target to buy the new microphone. Thank you so much. And now I'm delighted to bring you our lovely haiku friend, Debbie Strange, and her husband, who will be reading to us from her latest book, The Language of Loss. Details on how to buy it will be in the show notes, so don't forget to go along and have a look. Ancient graves sink into marshland, the long bones of our ancestors wandering still. Hollyhocks, our parents grow smaller every year. Ghost light above the coulee, an antelope lies down beside my sister. Crow moon, it would have been her birthday. A necklace of sea foam traces the bay's curve. I pine for this amity between earth and water. Loneliness, the holes we fill with something else. Small embers of rose hips in snow, the look in mother's vacant eyes so hard to define. Our names escape her, fireflies. A smudge of blackbirds swirling into evening. How fluid the shape of this sorrow. Diurnal tides, the ebb and flow of grief. Scented drifts of cottonwood fluff line every street. He might not make it through the winter. Dad's books, the thumbprints of who he used to be. Uncertainty seeps through the fog. We can't find our footing on this bridge already crossed. Stone cairns, a faded cap drifts downriver. Wavering veils of snow geese in transit remind me of the way life comes together, falls apart. Heirlooms, the time we meant to make 
hairs boxing in the flush of dawn. It seems impossible to defeat an opponent I can't see. Bone density, the broken stems of sunflowers. Crafted with love, this table you made from ash trees, planted for the children we never had. Deep canyon, our prayers sink to the bottom. Farm auction, we have nothing left to lose except these thistles rooted in our hearts. Empty nest, on the for sale sign, morning doves. We offer her to the warm earth in a silence more eloquent than any language of loss. Gone too soon, Sakura blossoms, my old friends. Debbie, thank you so much for recording that reading for us. And Debbie's also recorded a YouTube video, which will be up on the website and our YouTube channel too. It's always lovely to hear the reading, but it's nice to have a copy of the poems to read and reread. And if you like that copy, please go to the show notes where you'll find details on how to buy Debbie's book. So we're at the end of our birthday episode. Don't forget your submission for Long Haiku should reach us by the 20th of October and your Haibun submission by the 31st. All submissions by email, please. And if you have any thoughts or comments, send those by email too. Thanks so much for coming along to listen to all of us today and celebrating our birthday with me. Please join us next time when I'll be reading a truly delicious selection of original haiku and senryu written just for you. Till next time, keep writing. If I've messed up or left anything out, please do let me know by email and I'll sort it out. Ciao!